0: SOS Radio Podcast. Life issues, artist interviews, and faith. Downloading, Downloading now. now. Katie Nicole's a new artist we've been playing on SOS Radio. And her song, In Jesus' Name, has been the number one song on the Billboard Hot Christian Songs chart since it launched back in January. Actually talking with Katie this morning. How are you?
1: I'm doing
0: great. How are you? Oh, doing well. It's like the school year's wrapping up. Things are starting to warm up. The allergies are in full bloom. I thought they were bad in (laughs) April, but they said the April showers bring the May flowers, so I'm not sure what we're walking into here.
1: It's bad.
0: That's why we all moved to the desert, right? Uh, You live in Phoenix. I'm in Las Vegas. I know you were plugged in with the Grove Church over Josh Havens from the Afters leads worship there. You actually wrote this song in Jesus' name, posted part of that on TikTok, and just went sort of viral. Was the song even finished, or was it just part of it?
1: It was a fully written song called God of Possible in August of 2021. And after posting just that little clip to TikTok of the bridge of that song, it wasn't originally the chorus of the song. I just noticed that, okay, people are resonating with this part of the song. And, you know, we had talked about it in the writer's room on the day we wrote the song of, wow, the world needs prayer right now. And it's like more than ever, <laughs> you know. And so after that happened and my label kind of, encouraged me to go back in and rewrite some parts of the song. I spent the next few months, you know, just figuring out, you know, what do I need to hear? And also, what does the listener need to hear? And I knew that it had to be speaking the name of Jesus over people. You know, I experienced an encounter with the Lord every moment that I was writing a new lyric of this song. And God truly gave me the words. And I cannot take any credit for what The Lord has done through these words because it blows me away every single day.
0: (laughs) So, Katie, what's God taught you about the power of prayer and breaking through when you feel like, okay, I'm saying a lot of the same things a lot, but I want that breakthrough.
1: You know, I mean, the breakthrough, a lot of times we can't have a breakthrough unless there's some tension in our lives. It's kind of like a rubber band. Like if you stretch a rubber band, there's a lot of tension in that rubber band. And, you know, if you stretch it too far, then the breakthrough will happen. And the thing is, is that I think we have to be a little bit uncomfortable in order for a breakthrough to happen, you know, and also asking lots of hard questions. You know, it's God's not afraid of your hard questions. God's not afraid of you bringing your everything to the table because he wants that and he doesn't need that, but he wants that. And so I find myself, you know, when I'm praying the same things over and over and over again, I'm like, what can I do? What sort of step can I take in my own life that is going to, you know, hopefully lead me to the next place, the next season, the next thing, you know? And also, am I being obedient to God in those moments? How am I? Pouring into my faith in those moments because I think a lot of times we'll get so distracted by how hard everything is and how much you know pain and struggle there is in life. But truly, if we are following you know this path that the Lord has set out for us, we will find life abundantly. It doesn't mean that won't be difficult. It will be difficult, but God is is right there with His hand out, just ready for us to to grab on.
0: We're talking about the resilience that comes through struggle sometimes. And we're talking with Katie Nicole today at SWIS Radio. She wrote the song in Jesus' name, the God of Possible. And Katie, you're about 21 years old and you've suffered for the scoliosis through the years, which is kind of a curvature of the spine, right? And you've had metal rods placed in your back. And this is something that you were praying for with, you know, chronic hurt and pain for many, many years. And God's taught you a lot.
1: Yeah. He has definitely taught me a lot. I was born with something called congenital scoliosis, and it's basically that only one in 10,000 babies are born with this. And so it's a very progressive form of scoliosis, and usually it's something genetic that causes it. So I had a birth defect in my spine that caused my scoliosis. And when I was 14, I was told I was going to need surgery and that I was going to have to have metal rods and screws placed into my spine in order to fix it and in order for it to not start to crush my lungs and my heart. And so I had the surgery, I came out of the surgery, and the world was a very dark place. Immediately, I, I felt a shift in my life. And I was dealing with depression, I was dealing with anxiety, the excruciating pain that I was in was just it's indescribable. I was miserable every single day of my life and I didn't want to get out of bed in the morning and I didn't want to do anything. I had zero motivation. And I kept calling out to God and just saying, Lord, please do something. You know, I can't go on like this. I can't do this. And, you know, I hit a really low point in my life where the depression kind of got the best of me. And I saw a bottle of pills on my dresser and I was ready to just, you know, go spend the rest of my life with Jesus because I didn't want to be in pain anymore. And when I picked that bottle of pills up, I just felt the Lord say, I'm not done yet. And, you know, after that, that moment, I held on to that because I didn't know if I would make it to tomorrow. But that was just showing me that there was something more that I couldn't see. And because of that, you know, I waited for three years and, you know, I think everyone has their three years. Something in our life is challenging to the place where it's like, why am I going through this? And why has it been so long? You know, it might be 10 years. It may be 20 years. That's the thing. God's timing is different than ours. God's timing is better than ours too. It's perfect. There is no, no better timing than the one that God has for us and the plan that God has for our life. And so, a doctor ended up coming onto my team that said the only option is now to take out the metal rods and screws. It's the only thing we have left to hopefully fix the pain that you're in. And this doctor also said to me, she was like, you know, I believe you're in the pain that you're in. And I just want you to know that we're going to, we're going to fix this. And so that was hope for me. That was when I saw hope for the first time in a really long time. And so you know, they went in, they took the metal rods and screws out. And when I came out of the surgery, I'm telling you that there wasn't a single window in the ICU, but I could see the light for the first time. Being able to, to just know in your heart that God's still got a plan for you. It's, there's nothing like it. And I knew that my purpose had to be Jesus every single moment that I, I had a had breath in my lungs and, you know, the strength to keep walking. After the surgery, x-rays were taken, and my spine was actually straighter without the metal rods and screws in it. And medically, that just doesn't make sense. But you know what? God can do stuff like that. And who am I to put a limit on what my God can do?
0: So what was the breakthrough moment for you when you were living in that waiting, just going, God, will you do something here? God, I'm praying for so many different things. God, mm-hmm. I, I, wanna, I don't want to miss the message, but I really want the relief.
1: I feel like there were so many moments where I would get this peace. It would just wash over me and it would come in a a way that like, it was the peace that surpasses all understanding because I couldn't understand it. I didn't know where it was coming from, but you know, I would get to this low place and I would just feel like, okay, you know, I don't know what's going on here, but I just feel somehow that God is in it. The pain didn't go away. The suffering didn't go away, but somehow in me, there was still hope rising up in my soul. Like, I don't know where it was coming from. But I do believe that, you know, the moment that I finally felt like breakthrough was coming was when the doctor had said to me, you know, we're going to fix this. And I, I believe you, I believe you're in this pain. I believe that this is, this is something that you've been struggling with for the last few years, because that's the thing. Due to the fact that doctors couldn't figure out what was wrong, they just basically labeled it as, She's not really feeling this pain and it's not, you know, it's not actually happening. You know what? That's not true. <laughs> you know, I know my body and I know that yeah. I was struggling.
0: Pain and suffering is suffering something we all go through one way or another, but we can do one or two things with it. We can draw nearer to God, or we can run in the opposite direction. We're talking with Katie Nicole on SWS Radio. She was just sharing about how she suffered with the pain of scoliosis through the years. And during these low, painful moments in our lives, the enemy loves to take advantage of our vulnerability and just speak lies into our hearts and surround us with that darkness. But How did you learn to silence the lies and resist that urge to turn away from God, but instead turned to Him?
1: I feel like there was a moment where I may have stopped running, and I just kind of sat in it, and I sat in the struggle, I sat in the pain, and I realized how nothing was happening. Nothing was changing, and I believe that when I got up and I said, okay, God, this is in your hands this is not in my hands. You know, I've tried to figure things out on my own and I know that that is not the way (laughs) I know that that will do absolutely nothing for me. And so when I picked myself up and I said, okay, God, this is in your hands. I started to see a different world around me. You know, like I said, you know, being a Christian, I think a lot of times people assume like, okay, if I become a Christian, then everything's going to get better and everything's going to be fixed. Well, that is not going to happen. If anything because of your pursuit of jesus the devil is going to be chasing you 10 times harder <laughs> and trying to pull you back into where you were and i never want to go back to the place that i was when i wasn't with jesus that place was too dark that place was scary you know that's the only way i can describe it and now that i am just continuously just walking towards jesus rather than walking away from him you know, that is how I want to live my life. It doesn't mean it's not hard. Every day I have to wake up and I have to be intentional with my relationship with Jesus. I have to be intentional about the way that I spend time with God. And it doesn't mean that it's not hard, though. You know, and it's I get distracted all the time. It's hard to keep my focus. But God is still there waiting when I when I regain that focus.
0: Well, we're talking with Katie Nicole today at SWS Radio and I know you and Josh Havens from the Afters belong to the same church in the Phoenix area. Josh has been the Woo-hoo. worship pastor there for years. You've served on the worship team and obviously 2020 hit kind of got interesting. You guys were serving together through that season. But how's worship given you breakthroughs in your spiritual growth, Katie?
1: you know what, my first concert was a Carrie Job concert. And I was 17 years old. And you know what, that was actually in the very dark season of my life. And I had an encounter with Jesus that I've never had before. You know, I grew up kind of in the Baptist. Baptist was my, my religion. And so like, you know, we don't really raise our hands. <laughs> and so, um, <laughs> it, it was like a moment for me where I, I lifted my hands and I felt the presence of the Holy Spirit for the first time. You know, again, these are two things that like I never experienced before. And that was kind of a breakthrough for me because it was like, oh man, this worship thing is really cool. I really like this. I was doing secular music at the time. And so, you know, being in that, you don't, you don't really think about worship. And so, It was the first time I really was actively like, maybe that's something I could do at some point. You know, I didn't know when or if that would even ever happen, but it was just something that was in the back of my mind. And then I met Josh in 2018 and he invited me to his church and I was about to have my second back surgery. And I was like, you know what, if you're still here in two months, then I'd love to come to your church. (laughs) And I actually wrote my first Christian song is a Christian song called Shine. And that song was just kind of what opened the door to worship and Christian music. And I was able to lead worship for the first time. And I really did feel just something different in that. I realized that my purpose in life was worshiping the Lord. And, you know, even if my song isn't necessarily what they would label a worship song, I would say that I still have a heart of worship in every song that I sing with the intent to glorify God through it.
0: We're talking with Katie Nicole today at SOS Radio, and you've heard her song, In Jesus' Name, that we've been playing, The God of Possible. It's been the number one song on the Billboard Hot Christian Song Chart since it released back in January. Hey, thank you so much for calling in and sharing with us today, Katie.
1: Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Thanks for streaming Scott Harold's podcast from SOS Radio. If if you're one of our regular listeners, would you consider giving it a five-star rating? It really helps spread the word.